The following podcast contains adult themes and is suitable for mature audiences only. Hello and welcome to Lyrics of Their Life, the podcast that talks about the extraordinary lives lived by those that wrote or performed the songs we know and love. I'm your host Adam Hampton and in today's episode we'll be exploring the life and music so far of young up-and-comer Tones and I. Known best for her mega hit Dance Monkey that went viral all around the world, Tones and I's talent is often overshadowed by this one hit and her incredible journey to success and life story is yet to be fully discovered. While much is still yet to be learned about Tones, her story is an inspiring one for anyone out there that no matter what, it is important to reach for your dreams, and that hard work truly does pay off. This is the story of Tones and I. This is Lyrics of Their Life. Tones and I was born Tony Watson on or around the 13th of May 1993 in a town called Mount Marfa located within the Mornington Peninsula area south of Melbourne. It is also located off the Victorian coastline of Australia and would be where Tony was raised. It has often been reported that Tony was born in the year 2000 but this appears to be false as she continues to deny or confirm how old she actually is as she reveals this shouldn't define an artist and she remains quite private. Tony revealed that she started singing around the age of seven as she was quoted as saying, One day I was in the park with my family, all my cousins and stuff, in Frankston. We were all just singing a song and my auntie was like, Oh guys, she can actually hold a note. I think that's the earliest memory of someone actually pointing me out as someone that actually has the ability to sing. I was probably like 7 years old. Despite her obvious talent, Tones wouldn't receive any vocal lessons growing up and was mainly self-taught. However, when she was growing up, Tony didn't believe her voice was that great and didn't actually think it would ever take her anywhere, but despite this, she still dreamed of being a musician. The first musician Tones ever saw live was Snoop Dogg at a festival, and growing up she was a big fan of Queen, especially the song We Are The Champions. Tony appreciated artists that were all about the lyrics, and found them to be the most appealing and influential on her. Tony's favourite of all artists, however, is hip-hop artist Macklemore, as she absolutely loved his song Thrift Shop growing up. While little is known about her upbringing and school life, Tones has been vocal about being bullied at school, which is something she would continue to stand up against in her later musical career. Growing up, Tones was even a believer in the paranormal, once claiming to see a ghost of a nurse appearing like a skeleton while staying with some friends. While she was also very talented at sport, and in particular at basketball, where she played for the representative Victorian state team during high school and could have potentially went pro with the talent she possessed for the sport. The movie Coach Carter was one of her favourite movies and inspired her basketball pursuits. Other sporting interests of hers include watching the local cricket and AFL, as she is a massive sport enthusiast. In 2009, around the age of 15 to 16, Tone started uploading cover versions of songs onto YouTube under her birth name, Tony Watson. Some of these early covers included Bubbly by Colby Calliat, As Long As You Love Me by Justin Bieber, I Wish I Was A Punk Rocker by Sandy Tom, and How To Love by Lil Wayne all of which displayed her great promising vocals with plenty of soul and passion, as her talent was clear to see. Both pop and R&B were clearly her main influences and style that she wanted to pursue. During her high school years, Tone studied at Dramana Secondary College, which was located 18 minutes away from Mornington and was a mixed school with around 1,500 students. It was here where Tones learnt to play the basics of the keyboard and drum pads during music class. While she didn't have much opportunity to play keyboard as much as she would have liked to be fluent, she soon bought a roll and keyboard herself and a loop pedal. With the drum setting on the keyboard, she was able to utilise the loop pedal to loop and create her own music and unique style as she continued to practice every day after school, creating her very own beats. 
In 2013, around the age of 19, Tones attempted to take her love for singing to the next level and applied for the Australian version of The X Factor. Unfortunately for Tones, she didn't make it past the preliminary stage or through to the broadcast auditions, but little did they know that she wouldn't need their approval in the end anyway. In 2015, at the age of 21, Tones uploaded to YouTube one of her best covers to date, which was the song Riptide by fellow Australian, Vance Joy. In the video, she appears nervous and is seated on a bench next to her friend Tamika on ukulele in her typical Australian backyard with a broken fence and long green grass surrounding her. Despite her nerves, Tones displayed early signs of her beautiful, unique voice in an almost perfect rendition of the track. Despite many talented artists being discovered off of YouTube and SoundCloud, Tones wasn't lucky enough to be spotted and had to look at other ways to get herself out there. Tones would soon start taking these cover versions to the local pubs and clubs around Mornington. She sung in karaoke competitions and briefly teamed up with a guitarist as part of a duo, but Tones felt like playing covers was basically killing her as she longed to perform her own original music and decided to stick to solo performing. When Tones left school, she worked at a men and women's fashion, clothing and retail store called Universal Store on Burke Street in Melbourne's busy CBD. It was here where she would witness buskers or street performers gigging in the street in front of the building where she worked and often thought, why can't that be me? Tones loved how free they looked, just them, their instruments and their voice as people stopped by on their way to appreciate their musical talents or to flick a coin their way as a thank you for their troubles. Every day the same performers would return to their spot, teasing Tones to take the leap herself. In 2017, at the age of 23, Tones reduced her shifts at the clothing store so she could chase her dream. After a lengthy period of seeking approval to busk in front of the store by local council, which was a requirement in Melbourne, Tones was finally approved and launched her busking career. Tones would perform in front of her workplace and around Burke Street and started busking more than she was working. As her audience grew, she decided to take her talents to the busking hotspot of Byron Bay. The coastal town of Byron Bay is located on the far northeastern corner of coastal New South Wales and is approximately an 18-hour drive from the Mornington Peninsula. During September of 2017, Tones made the journey to Byron Bay to busk in the streets, making the trip in her trusty van, loaded with her keyboards and essential equipment, after taking annual leave from her retail job. Byron Bay has a population of around 10,000 people and is known as a tourist, celebrity and musician hotspot. With its laid-back beach and surf lifestyle, it attracts many street performers from all over Australia, with regular music festivals being held in the area, as a music hippie-style culture flows through the area and would prove to be a move that would change everything for Tony. Tony found busking in Byron Bay so much easier and accessible, as previously in Melbourne, she was required to have the busking permit from the local council, but here in Byron, it was a free-for-all with no specific rules. Making matters easier, Tones was able to pull up in her van next to her desired busking location and unload her gear, and just within a matter of minutes, she would then be able to set up and could begin busking wasting little time as opposed to Melbourne. Back in Melbourne, it was either too hard to get a car spot or too expensive to park close to Burke Street, so Tones would have to park ridiculously far away and was forced to often borrow a large trolley from the local hardware store, known well to Australians as Bunnings Warehouse, and she would load as much of the equipment into it as she could and would make the long journey to the CBD, pushing a heavy trolley full of expensive gear up the road, set up, bask, and then push it back again to her van. On Tony's very first night busking in Byron Bay, a man named Jackson Walkden Brown was walking on by with his wife while on his wedding anniversary when he noticed a large group of people standing around watching and dancing along to a young lady named Tony Watson playing an amazing rendition of Outcast's Hey Ya. Jackson stayed and watched her performance for around 30 minutes and decided to chat to her after the gig. Jackson came straight out with it and offered to manage Tony, handing her his business card which included his occupation as an entertainment lawyer. As Jackson's newborn was being babysat, and he and his partner were eager to get back home, he left Tones to think about his offer. Jackson was an experienced music lawyer and co-manager of the artist's law firm called Artists Only, and was also an assistant professor of law at Bond University in Queensland. 
Jackson said his jaw dropped when he heard Tone sing for the very first time with her unique style, as he was quoted as saying, I heard the beautiful things about her voice. She did that top-end growl, which she refers to as a bark. She had just this beautiful tone. I was immediately drawn to it. After three weeks of busking had passed, and Tony returned to Melbourne and her job, she realised she would rather be chasing her dream than working in retail. She finally got up the courage and made the call to Jackson, after initially thinking that he was a fake and that he wasn't really serious about her, as she doubted if she would ever be that lucky. To her surprise, when Tones made the call, she discovered Jackson was serious and thought Tony had loads of potential and talent. He offered her a place to stay with his family at his home on the Gold Coast in Queensland, where she could make the one hour and 15 minute drive to Byron Bay in her van to perform on the streets, busking full time. While he would also help her record her first demo CD that she could sell while busking and build her fan base. Jackson told her to stick to exactly what she had been doing, with the only difference being that he will financially support her. It was during this time that Tones could hone her songwriting skills and look to produce more original material. Tony decided to take the leap, accepting the deal, and her supportive colleagues at her Universal Store retail job made her redundant, giving her a payout which enabled her to buy an RC300 loop station, and from this moment on, Tony would become a full-time busker in Byron Bay. What Tony needed now was a catchy name that would set her apart from the rest. While sitting in her driveway on a bush property owned by Jackson, Tony decided to call herself Tones and I. Why the name Tones and I? Um, well, my name's Tony, but everyone has called me Tones like as a nickname forever. And I wanted to be just Tones, but there was a band in, in actually LA here and also in the UK that was named Tones as well. And I didn't realise at the time, but I was told that if you have the same name as another band and go to their territory and they have any kind of traction with their music, they can actually stop you from touring. Oh, no kidding. So I was like, okay, I have to think smart about this. I thought, well, Tones and I, everyone spells my name with a Y, so put the I in there, make it Tones and I, which also means my music and me, but also means if you're talking about me, it means us. Every Tuesday night, Tones would play at a Byron Bay hostel called the Nomads Art Factory Lodge for travellers and backpackers who had come from all over the world looking for a working holiday. It was at this hostel where Tones even attempted to write a new song for them every week, keeping them well and truly entertained. Tones was able to use their shower facilities and park in their car park and live out of it if she performed for free once a week, which she happily agreed to. Every day was a hard slog, and Tones was busking from early morning to late at night, but while it was tough at times, she was also loving it. Tony would be set up all around Byron, dressed in her own unique way, with her long blonde hair emerging from underneath a baseball-type cap and wearing casual clothing, a look that she would never change. If the weather was warm and sunny, she would perform down on the beach, or if it was raining or night time, she would do it undercover in the street shop fronts. Tones would also sell her demo CD she had created herself for $10 each, and on one particular New Year's Eve, she made $1,000 just off of CDs. Occasionally, Tones would make more than enough to get by, but a lot of the time it was just enough to fill her van with petrol and to buy food. Her biggest tip while busking that she would ever receive was a $100 note. For one and a half to two years, Tones lived between Jackson's Gold Coast family home out of her trusty white old van, and from time to time she would sneak into the hostel for a night every now and then. Most of these nights, however, were spent in her van, but Tones didn't mind. She felt free, often gazing up at the stars in the night sky, and like she was finally fulfilling her dream of being a street performer. Tones said about the time, when I was busking, when I was paying for petrol with silver coins, or when I was sneaking into hostels so I could park my van up and sleep in it, I had the best time of my life. The van had a mattress laid out in the back on top of all of Tone's equipment, but was quite unbearable during the summer heat, but beautiful when it was raining. As time went by, things started improving for Tone's as she started attracting more and more passers-by, with many remembering her act and coming back to Byron Bay just to see her. At times, Tones was even shut down by the police because she had attracted so many onlookers that they were spilling onto the streets and were blocking traffic and getting in harm's way. Jackson was quoted as saying, We'd go down together on Friday and Saturday night. Most of the time we'd be together. Sometimes she'd take a friend with her 
It was pumping at the time, which it always is in Byron in the summer. It literally went off from the get-go. We didn't have a bad night. Tones was building so much of a following that other buskers in the area started to become jealous and a race would be on every day to score the best spots possible. But this didn't worry Tones as much as it did her rivals, as her talent was enough to have people flocking to watch her anyway. She described them as old surfy dudes with long hair and just their guitars, and that they were weirded out by all of her equipment and her unique style. As much as they tried to stand over her and make her feel unwelcome, she held her own and stood her ground as one of the only female buskers playing dance type music and pop ballads in the area. The rival buskers claimed that she was stealing their crowds, but Tones' talent clearly was hard to ignore. Early videos of her busking days evidently showed just how talented she was as she had everyone dancing and singing along with her. It was fresh, exciting and different to what the local busker looked or sounded like and obviously it was working. Tones would continue to busk and deal with drunks, social pests and even people knocking over equipment but she says it was still amazing. With all of her equipment including keyboards, synthesizers and loop pedal, she would utilise her voice as her greatest instrument of all and sing from the heart with energy, passion and write about a range of topics such as her childhood, relationships, friends, experiences, protest themes and school life. Her style was diverse and would appeal to a range of passers-by. Jackson had Tones attend a vocal session to help tap into her range and after listening to Tones sing, the vocal teacher stated that she had a very unique voice where she could hit all the usually difficult high notes but no low notes, which is why she would sing high almost all the time in her songs. During Tones' downtime, she would go roller skating with her friends and hang out with her friends from the hostel and her supportive group of friends who lived in tents in Byron Bay. During 2018, Tones would upload three covers of Hey Ya by Outkast and Chet Faker tracks Gold and Drop the Game to YouTube with music video type clips displaying her unique talents. During this time, Jackson had Tones working in the studio trying to come up with original material as they looked to push her towards getting a contract with a record label. As Tones found it too distracting to write at the studio and too uncomfortable to write in her van, through the instruction of Tones' manager Jackson, Tones would take a day off from busking to venture to a cabin located on a bush property on the Gold Coast, which was owned by Jackson's neighbour, to write originals. It was here that Tones would pen a number one worldwide hit while sitting in a walk-in wardrobe closet as she was nervous about others listening in on her. The track was written within 30 minutes and was called Dance Monkey. Tones wrote Dance Monkey about the changing times of social media, the lack of patience people have these days, and the easy access to music people have, as they expect everything to be given to them upon their request at the click of a button. Tones was quoted as saying, If you replace the word dance with sing, it's pretty self-explanatory. I wrote this song when I was busking, and about the pressure that I felt to always be entertaining people on the street, and if they didn't like it, when they looked at their phones they could just click something else. We are also used to being entertained at the click of a button, so when you're on the street to command attention, people would be like, again, again, more, more, or they would just leave. So if you replace dance for me, dance for me, with sing for me, sing for me, it's pretty literal. Tones felt at times like a singing monkey or a puppet who was just there for everyone's entertainment, and on one occasion she was pressured by a group to keep singing, despite needing a break and already performing six encores. During her days busking, occasionally she would have the same type of people that would demand more and more from her. She felt pressured to always please others and also the need to consistently improve her act. She explains the inspiration for writing the song further, as she says, I had already been busking for six hours. One person ran past and stole my money. Another was drunk and tried to lean over and play my keyboard. The crowd was very drunk and rowdy. I said, I'm sorry, but this is it. They tried to get me to keep playing, then they started booing me, and I was so frustrated because it showed me how people didn't have much patience anymore. Interestingly, some of the lyrics in the song actually came from people's comments as they said things like, I've never seen anybody do the things you do before. I see the way you shine. I see you every time. I like your style. You stopped me dead when I was passing by. You make me want to cry. And just one more time. The track would become a popular crowd favourite during her busking days and she would eventually take it to the hostel where it was requested week after week and she won a talent contest with the song. 
Overall, Dance Monkey would cost Tones just $800 to record, but little did she know, it would soon take off. Tones was very committed and scored some minor slots during music festivals and even won a competition called Battle of the Buskers at Buskers by the Creek. As Dance Monkey wasn't available yet to download, stream or buy on her demo CD, people would come from all over just to listen to her perform the track live at the hostel. As the song got bigger and bigger locally, the hostel started charging a small entry fee at the door for her performances that were attracting close to 500 people every week, which brought in a healthy sum of cash, which eventually earned them enough to buy a new PA system and to put money into improving the hostel. As the hostel held a weekly talent show, Tones would close the competition with the song, getting a huge pop from the 500 strong crowd during the catchy chorus. Tones would return to the bush cabin once or twice a week and write further originals as it seemed to be working for her. When recording her demo with German and Australian producer Konstantin Kirsting, she found the process interesting as it was different to performing live, but she handled it quite well having done similar recordings on her own before. On this demo, she would play all of her own instruments. Tones would make sure she was fully prepared before coming into the studio, but seemed to only struggle with the monotonous amount of overdubs and loops she had to record, stating to the website Blank Gold Coast, Recording my live demos was interesting. We recorded all the loops one by one, and then recorded the vocals fully live in one take. Some songs have over 45 loops, so it can really be very time consuming when we record them one by one. In February 2019, through the help of Jackson, Tones was finally signed to a record deal with Sony Music Australia and Bad Batch Records. That very same month, Tones uploaded her debut single titled Johnny Run Away to Unearth Radio, which is an unaffiliated website and radio program with Triple J Radio in Australia that sheds light on new, unheard of talent that are usually independent or are still yet to be signed to a label. With the help of Unearth Radio, the track managed to go viral. Tones told ABC Australia at the time that she popped out for a walk after uploading the song and quote, I got back and I checked my phone and I was like, oh my god, this is ridiculous. I went nutso. She later told Billboard that everyone was messaging me like, you've got to go look at your track online. Everyone from Triple J was commenting on the song within half an hour. I did an interview that afternoon and then my song premiered at 9pm. With all my friends around for a barbecue, I was crying. I called my manager, he started crying too. They added it to the full rotation the next week. The track became so popular, it began circulating on Triple J Radio itself, which is known as the youth station that usually plays alternative and independent music. Triple J presenters and staff gave it rave reviews and absolutely loved it. Two weeks after uploading to Unearthed, Tones released the track officially on the 1st of March 2019, and before Tones knew it, it was all over Australian FM radio, from Kiss to Nova, eventually reaching as far as number 12 in Australia on the ARIA charts, where it went three times platinum. It was streamed and sold over 210,000 times, and even managed to chart in Ireland at number 83. Tones also explained to Blank Gold Coast, I was so caught off guard. I love the track so much, but to see that others feel the same way is mind-blowing. It's out of this world. I'm honestly just thankful. Thankful to myself, thankful to my team, and thankful to everyone, and Triple J, and Unearth, for really giving this track every opportunity to thrive. Johnny Runaway would place Tones and I on the radar of the Australian public, and many wondered what would be next for the talented newcomer, who possessed a unique but beautiful voice that radiated pain, hurt and emotion. The electro-pop song with a simple but catchy beat and melody in the chorus was an absolute banger. Her potential was clear to see from the beginning, as she penned this great track about her best friend Kurt. The two had lived together, and on one night, Kurt opened up to Tones in a teary conversation telling her how he ran away from home age 9 after he struggled with coming out as gay to his father. Coming out almost broke him due to his father's disapproval and the stereotypical and judgmental ways of society. Tones also told Blank Gold Coast, It's his story. I wanted to relay to people that we spend so much time judging strangers for their own decisions that we forget that they are going through judgement and rejection within their own family, let alone the public. Tone's ability as a strong songwriter early on was clear to see as she was able to draw from other people's experiences. 
She begins by talking about the innocence of young Johnny, aka Kurt, while he is playing at the park before naturally being attracted to another boy named Jimmy. The attraction is innocent, but Johnny's father sits him down to give him some man-to-man -man advice, despite Johnny still thinking Jimmy is cute. Tones delivers a great line to sum up the innocence of natural attraction as she sings, Take my heart, take my soul, share my crayons, share my goals. As Tones sings the chorus, she details the bullying and ridicule that comes with being gay. She continues in the second verse where Johnny senses a feeling of attraction towards another boy, this time named Pete, knowing for certain his feelings are natural, despite his father's insistence that Johnny wasn't gay. Tones was worried at first how Kurt would react, having a song written about something so personal that he had told her, but he fully approved before the song's release, and in a positive outcome for Kurt, he has patched things up with his family. Tones also revealed that the rap bridge was written as early as age 15, and that's why it doesn't flow as much with the rest of the track's theme. The music video for the track now stands at 13 million views on YouTube, and features Tones busking in the streets of Byron Bay and travelling to gigs around the area in a trusty van. The song as a whole has worked wonders for many who have struggled with similar experiences with coming out. And for Tones, this was the best feeling possible by making other people feel better and not so alone anymore through sharing her music. During March 2019, Tones would sign a co-management deal with her current manager Jackson Walkton Brown of Artists Only and Regan Lethbridge and David Morgan of Lemon Tree Music. Lemon Tree Music were impressed by her talents when they received footage of her busking. While it was often unusual to have three managers, Jackson believed bringing in the guys from Lemon Tree would be instrumental with their experience with radio and ways of getting Tones the exposure she needed and deserved for her career to flourish. Lemon Tree Music also had Tash Sultana on their books, who had also been a busker on Burke Street and inspired Tones personally as she had made quite a name for herself across Australia. Just a few months later on the 10th of May 2019, Tones would release the popular crowd favourite track titled Dance Monkey, which would ultimately change her life forever. Tones was totally unprepared for how big this song would become, and it would eclipse the success of Johnny Runaway by Miles. Dance Monkey would go to number one in a massive 30 plus countries, including Australia, New Zealand, Germany, Canada, the UK, and made number one on the European chart. Dance Monkey also made it to the top 5 in a further 14 countries, with 8 of these being at number 2. It managed to chart at number 4 on the US Billboard Hot 100, where it became a huge hit on radio also. Dance Monkey even held the number 1 spot in Australia for 21 consecutive weeks from August to late December 2019, not only breaking the record, but smashing Ed Sheeran's record of 15 weeks at number 1 with his hit Shape of You. Dance Monkey would drop out of the top spot in late November, but return to the top spot once again for a further three weeks, making it a total of 24 weeks at number one in Australia, breaking yet another record as the most time at number one in ARIA chart history since the chart was introduced in 1983. Just on its 10th week at number one, the track became the first by an Australian artist to reach the record of most weeks at number one on the Australian charts. Dance Monkey has now gone 14 times platinum in Australia and has remained on the charts for over 90 weeks, which is simply incredible. Dance Monkey also broke records when it spent 11 weeks at number one in the UK, breaking their record for longest a female artist has remained at number one, surpassing the previous dual record of 10 weeks with Rihanna and Jay-Z's Umbrella and Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. Dance Monkey would also go diamond in Poland, France, Germany, Canada and Brazil. The track has now eclipsed 2 billion streams and has become the most Shazam song of all time, with over 36.6 million Shazams. When it hit number 4 in the US, it became the first song in 8 years to chart within the top 5 after being solely written by a female artist. The humorous music video for the track would also go viral, as it depicted Tones dressed as a stubborn old man named Mr Tones in a nursing home before he escapes to play a few rounds of golf with his nursing home pals. Tones was largely responsible for the theme of the video, and dressing up in character would be something she would continue in her later videos. Tones said about the clip, I have the kind of personality that is silly, but also it protected me, the old Tones. That old man protected me from, you know, being really camera shy and stuff. The hilarious and iconic music video now stands at over 1.5 billion views on YouTube. 
Dance Monkey would also become the first Australian-made track to go to number one on the global Spotify chart. And by April 2020, Tones and I's Dance Monkey would become the most streamed song on Spotify by a female artist, with 1.4 billion streams, which saw her eclipse Camila Caballo's record with Havana and Post Malone's track Rockstar. The song has since been eclipsed once again by Post Malone's Rockstar and Ed Sheeran's Shape of You, but currently sits at number three of all-time streams on Spotify, with 2.1 billion listens. From a song that was written in secrecy in a walk-in wardrobe, to breaking records and topping the charts all around the world, what an achievement from this young busker. During May of 2019, Tones would realise a dream she had set for herself the year prior to being signed, when she was signed to the US talent agency Paradium, who were able to help her make it in America. They had already helped the likes of Ed Sheeran and Coldplay break into the scene in the US, and Tones couldn't believe her luck. She said, About a year ago I used to shoot hoops to make decisions. If I got a goal, the answer was yes. So I asked the basketball gods if I would one day work with Paradium, one of the biggest booking agencies in the world. They said yes. Since then, it has been a huge goal of mine, and now one year later, a reality. It was a fairy tale like scenario for Tones, and everything was coming together, just as she had dreamed. With Dance Monkey taking off, Tones quickly became a household name worldwide, and just about everyone knew the song. But it wouldn't be without controversy, with many claiming that her voice was being enhanced by autotune. This in fact wasn't the case at all, and Tones' voice couldn't have been more unique and natural. With further live performances and a stripped-back version of the song, she would soon prove the doubters and haters wrong. Tones would next perform at the Big Pineapple Music Festival in Mumbai on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland. Tones feared that due to the success of Dance Monkey, that she won't ever be able to surpass or equal its success, stating, I'm scared of being a one-hit wonder because my second single has set the bar too high. I've been at the top of the charts for over three months in Australia, and not even the biggest artists in the world have done that. I don't want my career to fall if my next release doesn't break my own record because I have loads of tracks that I'm proud of. Tones couldn't believe the rise of Dance Monkey and was overwhelmed as she started breaking records and eclipsing charting positions of her idols who just earlier that year she had been an admirer of. Her name and image was now front and centre on Times Square billboards in New York and it was simply unbelievable. And despite being in awe and feeling like it was all a dream, she was also incredibly proud of herself. She says it took almost a month for it all to start sinking in. For Tones, she had originally just dreamt of being a success in Australia, but after Dance Monkey went viral, America was now the focus, and when she hit number 4 on the Billboard Hot 100 in the US, it was a massive moment for her. Due to the track's almost constant airtime on radio and being played basically everywhere, some people started to get nasty and took to social media to attack Tones for her appearance, fashion sense, her voice and the song. Tones at first took this quite personally and soon decided to remove herself from social media and have an administrator control her socials instead to avoid the cruel messages. She said, quote, The world is telling me I have a weird voice, which nobody ever said before. You get pulled apart. Tones even stated that she had received death threats from trolls over the song Dance Monkey, that she was relentlessly bullied and was even stalked by an individual. Tones was really struggling to adapt to the sudden criticism of her voice, music, and herself as a person. This was all understandably very hard to take, as she had never received this level of hatred when busking, and she wondered if heading back to Australia and settling for busking was what she would have preferred. She took to social media to post about this horrible time, warning younger artists of what to expect with fame, stating, I am a very open, honest, caring, and good person. And in the dark times of death threats and very harsh judgement from strangers I have never met, I have decided to push past it and show any artist that you can get through it and maintain your sense of self. Even though I don't see an end in sight, this is how I'll live my life now. I am Tony Watson, a female artist from Australia. I am going through the best and worst time in my life, and today, I am okay. But Tones deep down knew she had it in her to beat the bullies. Despite these dark times, she continued on her dream to become a respected musician with a catalogue of well-known songs and performing live, which is what she enjoyed most of all. She would get a tattoo that read, Stop the Bullies, near her wrist that faces upward when she holds the microphone, and she would take a firm stance against bullies and trolls from here on out. 
With the help of her small group of close supportive friends, including Kurt, Tones was set to continue on her way. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hi everyone, and sorry to interrupt. I hope you're enjoying this episode, but I just wanted to take this opportunity to tell you four ways on how you can support the podcast and play your part in keeping it going, so I can continue to bring you more great episodes. If you enjoy Lyrics of Their Life podcast, first of all it would be greatly appreciated if you could subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. It's totally free to do, it just means that you will receive a notification when a new episode of the podcast becomes available. Secondly, you can leave the podcast a positive 5 star review on iTunes as this helps the podcast reach a larger audience. Third of all, you can tell your friends all about the podcast or join us on our social media pages at Facebook, Instagram, TikTok and Twitter. While finally, you can take your support one step further and head to our Patreon page and pledge your support to one of two of our plans for just $1 or $5 per month with no locking contract. Or you can pledge just a one-off payment for all the hard work that goes into creating the podcast. And you will receive a number of extra benefits to go with your donation. Or you can even buy me a beer for $5 at buymeacoffee.com forward slash lyrics of life pod. I am a totally independent podcast creator, meaning there are no large networks or businesses financially supporting my work. So your support would be greatly appreciated as it means I can continue creating more content such as biographies, the weekly muse, interviews and more as it takes a lot of time, resources and research to prepare and upload just one single episode. Links to Patreon and Buy Me A Coffee can be found in the show notes on our website at lyricsoftheirlife.com or on our Facebook page. Once again, I appreciate every one of my listeners for their support, no matter the form it comes in. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the episode. During May of 2019, Tones would officially stop busking to perform at larger venues, leaving behind a passion she fought so hard for and loved dearly. On the 16th of July 2019, Tones and I would release arguably her most heartfelt and personal track to date, We've Never Seen The Rain. The track would peak at number 7 in Australia on the ARIA chart, number 1 in Austria on their radio chart, and peaked inside the top 10 in Belgium. Despite the track being a big hit in Australia, even going to number one on the Australian radio chart and charting around parts of Europe, it struggled to chart in the UK at number 99 and failed to chart in the US at all, adding to fears that she would become a one-hit wonder. Despite this, the track is an absolutely beautiful and moving song that makes the listener want to cry and dance all at the same time. Tone stated early on that the song was written about a close friend, but later confirmed it was actually about herself as she often liked to take the personal touch out of songs, as it was often too raw or hard to talk about. Never Seen the Rain is about Tones being stuck in her job at the Universal Clothing Store in Melbourne and watching the buskers out the front of the store, living her dream and wanting a taste of what they were doing, but always being too scared to take that leap and go for it. As Tones describes that she just coasts through life, feeling comfortable but not testing the boundaries and continuing to accept life as a regular everyday nobody. She feels she has potential to make something of herself but is too scared to take risks. This is an ongoing battle within herself that had brought her down all the time. Tone says that towards the end of the song it's like she has finally taken that leap and is living dangerously for once by living out of her van, being broke at times and busking but taking that risk helped her experience the best time in her life that to her was even more enjoyable than all of the success that Dance Monkey brought her. For Tones she says it's very personal, but she wants her listeners to know it's okay and normal to be unhappy sometimes and you shouldn't feel guilty for it. The song itself is incredibly underrated and inspiring as it encourages her fans and listeners that feel exactly like her that it's okay to take a risk now and then and that if it's going to make you happy it's best not to always play it safe because look where she is now. The reference to rain in the song symbolises taking that risk and the freedom it brought her. Some of Tone's best vocals are on display in this song as she throws her incredible voice around during the chorus, hitting all those spine tingling notes and the choir at the end of the song was actually a recording of all of her friends singing. The music video now stands at 29 million views on YouTube 
and features a number of individuals attempting to overcome their demons and troubled lives. While Tones is seen looking depressed as a desk person at a roller skating rink, similar to her role in retail with the video once again being Tones' idea. On the Friday the 19th of July 2019, Tones and I would perform at the 19th Splendour in the Grass Music Festival in Yelgan at North Byron Bay Parklands in New South Wales, Australia. Tones earned the slot as she was awarded the Triple J Unearthed Artist of the Year, where she won the very first performance slot on the very first day of the Popular Music Festival. Eight minutes out from Tones' performance, there was no one in sight inside the venue, other than a guy driving around in a ute, putting bins out for the festival. But after just a couple of songs, 40,000 people were gathered around to watch her. The performance would become the highlight of her career so far, as she once told her friends she would do it one day. They didn't believe her, but here she was at that event saying to the crowd, quote, Now I'm fucking here. Tones was dressed in her unique style of fashion, wearing a red tracksuit, black vest with her flowing blonde hair emerging from underneath a Ghostbusters hat, and bright yellow socks with no shoes. She was equipped with her double keyboard, set up with drum pad and loop station, as she unexpectedly drew a crowd just like she did in her days of busking, only much bigger. Tones would first perform Never Seen The Rain and Johnny Run Away, but by the time Dance Monkey came around, she had the crowd flocking in as they sung with her and bounced along to the beat, in what was an incredible performance to witness. The crowd were blown away by Tone's vocals that managed to suck the audience in with her growling screams, howls and beautifully unique and interesting vocals. Some people still thought up to this point that she used auto-tune or that she was lip-syncing, something Tone strongly refused to do, but once again she would prove her doubters very wrong. Tone's was simply mesmerising and the crowd were under her spell, copying every move she made just like the best entertainers were able to do at one stage even getting the audience to drop down low before popping back up for the energetic chorus. Tones walked out that day very proud of herself and the performance is still highly regarded amongst critics and organisers. While Dance Monkey was setting the world on fire with its catchy beat and Tones' incredible vocals, Tones would release her first EP titled The Kids Are Coming on the 30th of August 2019. The EP includes six tracks with two of these not being released as singles. The EP managed to chart at number 3 in Australia and Norway, it made the top 10 in Latvia, the Netherlands and Canada, and made it to number 30 in the US. It has almost sold 600,000 copies and includes some great tracks. The track Colorblind was about the time Tones was convinced to quit her retail job to chase her musical ambitions. She wrote it as a tribute and thank you to those who persuaded her to take the leap, stating, It was the day they told me I had to quit my job and go busk because they knew that's what I wanted to do. And if I couldn't pay rent, they were going to support me. It's a song to say, no matter how far away I am, or you are, you're always on my mind. The track titled Jimmy is an extension of the story from Johnny Runaway, where Tones instead sings about Jimmy's story, the boy who Johnny, aka Kurt, had been attracted to. Tones claims to have also known Jimmy, who was estranged from his father, and the two would often hang out after school together. But one day Jimmy decided to run away from home for good and Tones said she never saw or heard from him ever again. On the 27th of September 2019, Tones would release the single The Kids Are Coming. The Kids Are Coming is an upbeat dance track that talks about the current generation being sick of the older generation's controlling, stereotypical and judgmental ways as they are often accused of calling the current generation soft, lazy and that they are too heavily invested in smartphones, video games and devices. Tones believes that the older generation places unfair stereotypes on the generation of today. As she says, these so-called kids are focused on changing the ways of society and are actually pushing for change from racism to climate change and many political matters with peaceful protest. On the 28th of September, Tones and I would have the privilege of performing at the pre-game show for the 2019 AFL Grand Final between the Richmond Tigers and the Greater Western Sydney Giants. Standing on a stage in the middle of the field, Tones performed for 100,000 people at the Melbourne Cricket Ground, where she delivered great performances of Dance Monkey and The Kids Are Coming. On the 18th of November 2019, Tones would get a huge chance when she was given a performance slot on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Beaming out to millions of American viewers, Tones and I blew the audience away with her stunning rendition of Dance Monkey. She started with a stripped back version of the track while seated at a piano before ramping up the performance 
and standing up to sing in what was a passionate, powerful and spine-tingling performance. What the audience at home couldn't see was the standing ovation tones received as she stood there humbled by the live studio audience's reaction. On the 27th of November 2019, Tones and I was back in Australia and would attend the 33rd Annual ARIA Awards Ceremony held in Sydney, Australia, where she was nominated for eight awards including Song of the Year and Best Video. Tones would walk out that night, winning four awards including Best Female Artist for Dance Monkey, holding off Jessica Mowboy and Amy Shark, while also taking home Best Pop Release for Dance Monkey. Best Independent Release for the Kids Are Coming EP, and Breakthrough Artist. It was during Tones' acceptance speech, however, that would resonate with many watching on, as a nervous, humble, down-to-earth and talented musician accepted her awards with pride and emotion. It was a clearly huge moment for Tones to be recognised for her achievements, and here is that incredible moment right now. And the aria for Best Female goes to... Tones and I... Hello. <clears throat> I wrote this speech. <clears throat> Sometimes I don't think that I'm the most relatable female artist. I'm not into makeup or dresses or typically girly things. But to me, those things don't really define what it is to be a female artist in this industry anymore. Thank you. It's being brave and courageous and true to yourself. No one could have ever prepared me for the whole world judging me and comparing you to other artists. But what's most important is that you have to be a good person and care about others and carry yourself well. So, so thank you. Thank you to Jackson, Regan, Dave, Emma, Harry, Marietta, Dennis from Sony Music. My best friends... Kurt, Tiles and Jen, and thank you to Australia for letting me know that I'm okay just the way that I am. And the aria for the Breakthrough Artist goes to... Tones and I. Oh, God. I really only prepared one speech. Um, so, I said when I went to the nominations that to my team, they said, you know, if there's one award you think you could win this year, what do you think it would be? And I said, well, I think Breakthrough Artist because I am literally the epitome of a Breakthrough Artist of 2019. <laughs> and the most important thing that I haven't said yet is all those people that came past and supported me while I was busking and let me keep doing that and not having to get a job and made sure that I had food in my belly and bought my demos and to the fans that have come to my shows so far without this... Um, sorry, I just caught Halsey in my eye and I was like, OK, what... what sorry, <laughs> she's right there. <laughs> um, and to everybody else that supported my music, thank you so much, I love you. Woo! Towards the end of 2019, Tones and I wanted to give back to the hostel that helped her out so much at the start of her career, so she went back and performed some gigs to raise money for them, again putting money into the hostel. During 2019, Tones performed a solid number of shows, despite not being a fan of flying. Unfortunately, while touring Australia, her trusty van eventually blew up, with the engine overheating, and that era would sadly come to an end, but she didn't really need it anymore anyway. It was during a show in Seattle in the US that Tones would meet one of her idols in Macklemore, where they hung out backstage in her dressing room, with Macklemore even claiming he was keen to collaborate with her. Tones was also humbled to meet Tiger, the Jonas Brothers and Louis Capaldi, on tour becoming friends with them also. On the 1st of February 2020, Tones and I set out on a very first official world tour. After a number of appearances at festivals in Australia, a handful of gigs in New Zealand, 27 shows across Europe and the UK, and about a dozen gigs in North America, where she is said to have impressed with her high-energy performances and her ability to connect with the audience through storytelling. Tones planned to have another 52 shows scheduled across the US and further shows in Europe, but due to the COVID-19 pandemic, she was forced to put these plans on hold until at least April 2021, and she would instead return to Australia after performing her last show in Paris, France, on the 7th of July, 2020. On the 12th of March, 2020, 
Tones and I would release a standalone single titled Bad Child. Once again, Tones originally claimed on radio that the song was written about another person's upbringing, stating, I've always wanted to write a song in someone else's shoes. Bad Child was the first time I got to do that. It's seeing life growing up through someone else's eyes. But she would later reveal on the Australian news program The Project that the song was in fact about herself, that she hesitated about opening up, as it was deeply personal. But now she realises for her fans to connect more deeply with her as an artist, that it's important to reveal the truth of where it stems from, despite not wanting to elaborate on her upbringing just yet. The track is yet again underrated, and perfectly captures the emotions of rejection and despair, as Tones looks back on her childhood with heartbreak, and her family's lack of understanding and their disapproval of her, as she sings, My family always said I was the bad child, throwing me away into the bad pile. All my life been putting on a fake smile, sitting on my own feel like I'm exiled, feeling like I always do the wrong things, telling all their friends that I'm the bad kid, now I'm on my own, I lost my magic. Dealing with your bullshit, now I'm over it. And you took a part of me, left me with the memories. We were never a family. Now you're standing in front of my door, like none of this happened at all. I guess I'm always going to be the bad child. The lyrics strongly suggest that her relationship with her family hasn't always been close and supportive, and that now since she has found fame, they are all emerging to claim that they know her. But Tones refuses to have any of this. The song managed to reach number 5 in New Zealand, 13 in Norway, and 15 on the charts in Australia. Not long after this, Tones would release another standalone track called Can't Be Happy All The Time, which in my opinion is one of Tones and I's best tracks to date, but has gone rather unnoticed. In this track, Tones speaks about the trappings of fame, bullying she has faced on social media, and not overly enjoying the life of a pop star after the success of Dance Monkey. The success came so quick that she struggled to adapt, and she is often seen as shy and reserved, and uses her music as her outlet to show off her personality, even claiming that she misses her days of busking, that it was always just her dream to sing on the streets. Tones delivers a great lyric as she ponders the success caused by Dance Monkey by writing, As I fall asleep now, I think of all of the paths I've taken, that led me back to here, and I wonder, is life at its peak now? Is it stuck in first gear? When will it all disappear? On the 2nd of May 2020, Tones would take out Song of the Year at the Australian APRA Awards. She was also recognised at the 2019 International Songwriting Competition, winning the grand prize for Dance Monkey, which was announced in May 2020. That same month, Tones would appear on the front cover of Rolling Stone magazine Australia, and later in October that year, would win Independent Song of the Year at the Australian AIR Awards signalling a bright future ahead for this talented singer-songwriter. On the 29th of May 2020, Tones would release her third standalone track of the year, suggesting that they would all be put on her debut album eventually. The track was titled, You're So Fucking Cool, which she wrote the day after attending a high-profile invitational party in Los Angeles in the US. It was simply about the rich and famous guests with their egotistical ways and that everyone was so fake. The party turned out to be a flop as everyone was too full of themselves, and this was something Tones felt very uncomfortable with, so she decided to leave by calling an Uber with her friend, and return to her hotel room to order some Uber Eats, and watch Netflix and chill, instead as that was more her style. One line in particular that reads, I don't care if you're king, and I don't care for gold things. This was actually a reference to major record labels at the time, fighting for her signature, as they attempted to bribe her with glamorous items to get her over the dotted line. Despite the hard-hitting and catchy beat of the song, it only managed to reach number 44 on the ARIA charts. The track would later be remixed by Black Bear in September 2020, where he added a rap to the track. To keep herself busy and her fans entertained during COVID lockdowns and isolation periods in August, Tones and I and her management started up a competition for developing or upcoming original artists to be shared and featured on her Instagram account every day. After 20 artists were heard, the public voted for the winner. During early September 2020, Tones teamed up with Gary Clark Jr. for a virtual fundraising performance to raise funds for the US-based non-for-profit program called Equal Injustice Initiative that attempts to provide legal representation to those that are either wrongfully convicted of crimes and sent to jail, or those that can't afford to put up a fair fight when paying for lawyers and court fees. This very same month, Tones and I announced some very exciting news for our fans that a debut album can be expected by the end of 2020, stating, 
I've taken the time to just really make sure it's what I want, and I want to add more music to the album. It will be my first ever album, so I really want to make sure I'm proud of it. But this album is still yet to be released. On the 13th of November 2020, Tones and I would release another brilliant track titled Fly Away. The track has so far reached number 4 in Australia, and speaks about chasing your dreams, achieving goals, and then the realisation of achieving that dream, as well as the fame and the life that comes with it. The song is once again inspiring as Tones references the dark times she has endured in regards to fame and backlash via social media, while also highlighting that she feels she is here for a reason, something that she shares with many performers. Arguably the most powerful lyric in the song reads, No one seems to think that I fit in, but I don't want to be like them. Tones no matter what has decided after all the scrutiny that she just wants to be herself and wants to be recognised as a unique artist for exactly who she is. After all, who wants to be an average cookie cutter pop star anyway? On the 24th of November, 2020, Tones and I returned to the stage due to easing COVID restrictions where she performed in Newcastle, New South Wales at the Civic Centre. The following day, Tones and I would attend the 2020 ARI award ceremony that was filmed under strict COVID guidelines with no live audience. Tones was nominated for three awards including Best Female Artist, Song of the Year for Never Seen the Rain, and Best Video for You're So Fucking Cool, but was unsuccessful. Despite not winning any awards, Tones was also there to present the award for Breakthrough Artist to Lime Cordial, just as she had won the year prior. The highlight of the night, however, was when Tones and I took part in a star-studded all-female ensemble for a tribute to the passing of women's activist and musician Helen Reddy, along with artists such as Delta Goodrum, Amy Shark, Marsha Hines, Montaigne, the McClymonts, Jessica Mowboy, the Yellow Wiggle Emma Watkins, and Christine Arnoux, and were backed by a choir of female musicians on screen behind them, including Kate Miller-Heidke, Katie Noonan, and Missy Higgins. On New Year's Eve, Tones performed live as the entertainment in the lead up to midnight in the Northern Territory, and she is set to take on more shows in 2021 after performing at the Sounds Better Together concert on Victoria's Surf Coast on the 23rd of January, 2021. With gigs lined up across Australia with five of these already being sellouts, and a return to the States has been penciled in for mid-2021. Tones was also recently nominated for a Rolling Stone Global Award for Fly Away, and she now resides back in Mornington, having just recently bought herself a property on 2,500 acres at Mount Eliza with her friends for $5 million. It is now the second house she owns in that area, and with her potential, she could be buying a lot more, which is exactly what she did in 2020 by also buying up in Byron Bay, the home of her busking days. Tones says that she also plans to continue busking and that she is going to do many pop-up surprise busks as a way to keep her fans happy as well as herself. Tones has overcome bullying of all sorts and despite what they say, she remains her humble and grounded self which will take her very far. Despite her fears of being classified as a one-hit wonder, Tones wants to be known as a respected live performer where she says to fully appreciate her as an artist, you need to see her live as she puts passion into every performance and always gives her all, never faking it on stage. With a new album on the way, I, like many, believe Tones and I has the ability to go a very long way over her career. Big things are definitely in store for her if that's the path she wishes to take. She has even claimed she would like to have her own play or theatre style show about her life, which is a direction she is looking at exploring. One thing is for certain, and that is she is highly marketable, humble, lovable, and her voice is simply astonishing. She is able to sing soft, high, and project her voice with emotion and passion all at the same time. Her look is unique and likeable, with her long blonde hair emerging from underneath her hat, and she is highly relatable with her down-to-earth grounded persona. The question is, will Tones and I choose to fade off as a one-hit wonder? Will she just resume her busking career? or use her talents as a singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist to take the world by storm. This everyday Australian from the Mornington Peninsula has a bright, bright future, and I can't wait to see what she has in store for us next. Thank you all so much for joining me for the story of Tones and I. Don't forget to check out our other episodes from Season 1 and 2. And if you're new to the podcast, be sure to join us next week for another amazing episode, which will be revealed on our social media pages during the week. 
For more information regarding this episode, including weekly updates and more, head to our Facebook page at Lyrics of Their Life Podcast. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok or our website at lyricsoftheirlife.com. If you are really enjoying the podcast and would like to give back a little for the hard work that goes into it, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave a positive five-star review on iTunes. Let your friends, family and fellow music lovers know about it and let them know what they've been missing out on. Also, don't forget to click the free subscribe button so you can receive notifications when new episodes become available direct to you. If you would like to support the podcast that one step further, then feel free to head to our Patreon page where you can pledge your support for as little as $1 a month. Every bit of support is greatly appreciated and it means I can continue bringing you more great episodes in the future. Thank you all for listening. I'm your host, Adam Hampton, and this is Lyrics of Their Life.